This is the Unity Community of Central Oregon podcast. Good morning. Welcome everyone here in the room to Unity Community of Central Oregon and a very special, very warm welcome to our guests joining us online, virtually live. We see you, we are with you, we celebrate with you, and we're all connected. I don't know if anyone else is resonating with the capacity, the expanded capacity to connect even in virtual spaces now, even more than being in the same room, and so we are with you. Um, My name's Naomi Steele. I'm gonna be our platform host today. And in a little bit, we're going to hear from our senior minister, Reverend Jane Hyatt. She's going to be doing our share today. And yeah, woohoo! Amen. <laughs> okay, break for applause. <laughs> Kevin, we need a slide for that. <laughs> I know. Um, I just want to share real quick, one of the most meaningful and impactful pieces of our community to me personally is our inclusivity. Um, No matter what religion your background is, no matter what religion you identify as, no matter your gender, sexual orientation, race, the color of your skin, even if you walk on two legs or four, like Zeke, Everyone is not just welcome, but invited and celebrated and included. So with that, yeah, right? <laughs> Woohoo! So with that, we're going to move into our mission statement together. We are a vibrant, welcoming, multi-generational, prosperous community embodying love and awakening spiritual consciousness. Was that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> um, with that, we're going to move into chance with our beloved Soulshine. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Welcome back to Eric and Victor. Now, you, know, you, you guys should know better. We don't sing from our seats. We, we get up to our feet. We're gonna do some fun songs. We haven't done this one in a long time, actually. I am as God created me. Those are the words. I am as God created me in a light and a love and glory. Here we go. I am. I am as God created me in the light, in the love, in the glory. I am. God created me in the light, in the love, in the glory. In the light, in the love, in the glory. In the light, in the love, in the glory. In the light, in the love, in the glory. In the light, in the love, in the glory. I am. In the light, in the love, in the glory. In the light, in the love, in the glory. In the light, in the love, in the glory. This is you.
I can hear you. In the light and the love and the glory. Yeah. In the light and the love and the glory. Let's see the crowd. Go, crowd sing. In the light and the love and the glory. Good job. We're going to stay on this slow part now. In the light, see right here. In the light, in the love, in the glory of God I am. Stay right there. Stay right. God, I am. Start my day with love. Start my day with love. That's what I do. parts of our service, we get Claire Kubota to usher us into celebrations. All right. I am the self-proclaimed celebration princess. Best job ever. And I see uh, that, those of you that can't, that I want to congratulate you, Victor, on getting the memo for the bright colored sneakers this morning. He's got his cool green shoes on. I've got my pink. So anybody else have bright colored fun shoes on? Oh, and she has tie-dye. Oh, Nolan does. What color? I can't see. Those are just gray to me. Teal. Teal ones. Okay, those count too. And those shoes look bright to you, Eric. Okay. <laughs> We'll, we'll, go, we'll let you go with that. So we're going to do celebrations a little bit different this morning. We're just going to start with something different. So all of you online, you're, we're all participating on this, whether you're watching online now or whether you're watching later. Just take a breath. Everyone close your eyes. And the first thing that you think of that you are grateful for, I just want you to hold that. And open your eyes, and now share with two or three, share some, with someone what you're grateful for this morning, whatever came into your head. Share, Dave, what are you grateful for? <laughs> share with somebody. <laughs> you told Zeke? Okay. Zeke counts. Eric, what are you grateful for? Okay, that's a good thing. All right. Now, this, that was inspired. I just love doing That was inspired by a Brene Brown podcast recently, those of you Brene Brown fans. And um, 
she and her sisters were talking about how before, kind of pre isn't that weird? Now we have this language, pre-pandemic, post-pandemic, during the pandemic. So pre-pandemic, they had this beautiful, you know, gratitude. Her sisters would journal and do all this cool, fun stuff. And then they'd, um, you know, around the dinner table, everyone had to go around and say what they're grateful for. And they said, during, you know, when their kids had to now be homeschooled and they had to switch to all this stuff and, and life was chaos, it felt like one more thing. I don't want to have to ask the kids to do that. Like, they've already got all this stuff they're dealing with. Like, let's just not have them do one more thing. And then they, as they were sharing that, they said, why do we have, like, one more thing that would have been so good for them that we dropped something that was actually really meaningful and we should have kept doing instead of all the other, like there were plenty of other things that weren't doing great that we should have dropped. And I thought, yeah, that's a good, I love that. I thought it was a beautiful reminder. So if you have a practice that you have fallen out of with that helps serve your heart and serve your soul, I encourage you to, to resurrect that again. And so every morning start with your gratitude and one thing, one thing that you're grateful for. It takes five seconds, if that, and then say it out loud. So we had a couple, those of you online, if you put it in your chat, what you're grateful for. I would love to, for you guys all to post your grateful, your gratefulness things or journal it, whatever you want to do. And so we had a couple celebrations online. Pat Frain is healing from hernia surgery, and he's like ready to go hiking. Already, the doctor's like, you are just killing it, and we're ready, you're ready to go. So, yay for healing for Pat. He's celebrating that. And then Sylvia, she did not pop in. She hasn't, she shared last week, she has a new puppy, Olive. And she, so now she has two dogs, and her older dog, Freya, who she loves so much. And I was thinking about it because she said, I'm just so so celebrating how Freya is welcoming this new puppy and kind of tolerating her, right? And I thought, and what a good example Freya is showing for Sylvia. If you're watching out there, Sylvia, I thought, Sylvia's probably seeing how well Freya is dealing with this new puppy in her home and going, oh, that's right. I need to also be calm. And when she piddles on the floor or when she goes and wants to chew something, like, let me look to Freya as an example, see how calm Freya's being. So I thought that was so fun. So... Yay, new puppy, Olive. Okay, and now we need some celebrations here. Who has a celebration this morning? Or, or if you just want to share what you were grateful for this morning. Dave. Yay. I love this. Well, I think it's a good one. I am really celebrating all the support I've been getting from my chosen family and friends during this uh, cancer thing I'm going through. I got some good news. I am stage one, so that's very, very good news. And we're starting going live with all the treatment, like probably the 20-something, like 23rd or 4th. So it'll be, I'm going to get through it. It's going to be great, but thanks for all the support. Yay. And then we will, we will continue with all that support, okay? All right. Tamara. Hello, beautiful. I celebrate our community. I had uh, someone who has never set foot in our room together with us reach out last night late where she had found a young woman with a two-year-old who needed to leave the housing situation they were in immediately. 
and Spirit spoke to her to reach out to some friends. I was blessed to be on that list. And we funded this woman's escape, essentially, late last night. And I, I just, I know it sounds like an unusual celebration, but we are a community that people can find us. And I was so blessed, and in the middle of the night, she couldn't sleep. Many things were coming to her out of fear for this beautiful woman. And I simply said, what if we slip into prayer? And we were bawling <laughs> as we were crying for this beautiful woman. And at 7 o'clock this morning, the woman accepted my invitation for me to go with her to court tomorrow and to represent her. And I'm simply saying our community is amazing. And what we do here online together in the world comes back to us. And so I ask that we all celebrate. We're present and able to listen and hear and connect with others and what a difference it makes. Wow, I'm celebrating you for that, Tamara. What a beautiful heart you have, and thank you so much for showing up in that way, this person, this woman who needs you so much. Beautiful. Anyone else? We have a quiet group. Huh? Well, you don't need to match that. We can celebrate whatever. It doesn't need, that's a thing, right? We all get in, caught up in this. Oh, my grateful thing. It's not that, I really should think of a better thing. Wait, wait actually, I wanted to say that it's like, who oh, no. That's not part of it. Just whatever. Oh, do you have no? When you asked what we were grateful for, yes, that was a big deal. Mine was pumpkin pie. I mean, come on, guys. Uh, okay, and then I got Loma to raise her hand. Yay. I'm kind of doing an advanced gratitude thing. My, hu my husband's been gone for two weeks, which is the longest we've ever been apart, and we got one more week, so I'm grateful that he's coming home next weekend, and he's kind of working in a camping situation, and um, he's just been amazing um, walking through some hard stuff with Grace, and I'm just so uh, grateful that, He's coming home. Yay. Oh, look, okay, see what happens. When we were talking about um, traditions um, that we've let go during the pandemic, and my three daughters um, were not able to get together for their sister's week last year. And to, um, today, this weekend, um, for four days, they're in Pal Butte and enjoying each other. I'm just so happy. One's from Alaska and one's from Yam Hill Carlton, south of Portland, and one's from Pal Butte. And so my daughters are all together. Oh, that's beautiful. That's a great celebration. All right, one more, Donna. I'm celebrating that I got a little behind in things and that I have the celebration time to announce that October 20th, here we're having a Howl at the Moon poetry event here. And if, if you've never written a poem, write one. And if you write a lot of poems, come on and share it. And we're going to have a lot of fun, 6.30 to 8.30. Costumes are optional, but it's just Halloween's around the corner. Please come out. William and I are hosting, and we'd love you to be there. Wow. Oh, that is going to be awesome. These two right here who are amazing poets, yeah, what a special night. Thank you so much for doing that. All right, and I'm celebrating, last celebration, Kevin and I leave for Italy on Friday. We're taking a group to Italy for 
a week and then we get to go spend a week in Ireland, which we have never been to Ireland. So if anyone has any tips for us, we've, all we have is a car rented. And then we're just going to explore and drink a lot of Guinness. Kevin's going to drink a lot of Irish whiskey. <laughs> okay. And back to you, Naomi. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, Claire. I'm always so blessed when you facilitate that time for us. Um, something I'm thankful for is our online community that comes in and checks in virtually every week. You guys, I can't be here every week. Many of us can't be here every week. A lot of you have not been able to be here. And when I'm at home participating virtually, it is so connecting and enriching to see commenting and reactions and prayer requests and celebrations. So we see you and we celebrate you and we love you. <laughs> Um, before we go into our time of prayer, I want to share about prayer claims and how you submit your prayer claims. What does that mean? What happens to our prayer claims? Is it just like a one and done and then it's forgotten about? So if you're here in the room, in the back of each seat, there should be a blue prayer claim form. Green. It's green. It's not blue. Uh, green prayer claim form. And um, no, it's not a prayer request. It's a prayer claim, because that's how we pray, is we acknowledge that it already exists, and we're just receiving it and calling it in. So you can fill out your prayer claim form here and put it in your offering basket. I'll remind you later. If you're online, you can click on the prayer claim uh, link above the video. They're also in our on our website, lots of different ways. If you're just barely getting by today, put your prayer claim in the comments. We will find it, we will snag it, and we will pray for you. And not only do we pray here at Unity, you're going to get a prayer, either someone's going to call you or they're going to email you. I always ask for email because then I get a lovely email from one of our prayer chaplains and I can feast on it for weeks and months. <laughs> but then those prayers are actually sent to Silent Unity and they're prayed on by uh, our fellowship at Silent Unity for a month. Is it a month? Yeah. Long time. So it's, it's, it's a constant, constant flow of energy and, uh, and celebration. And with that, we're going to go into our prayer together. And I just want to share briefly October 2018, three months ago, three years ago this month, I was sitting at a local coffee shop, coffee spot uh, across the table from our friend Kevin Kubota. And I can't remember how it came up, but somehow the topic of prayer came up. And right away, I felt everything in my body go in and contract because I had stepped out of prayer for like 10 years. My history, my background, I come from a fiercely toxic, oppressive, fundamentalist background. And so I had just stepped out of prayer. And I prayer came up and I said, gosh, I know that prayer is in my bones. I know that it is in my, my spirit and my calling, and I don't know how to pray. And Kevin goes, I'm actually teaching how to pray. He said, I'm actually learning how to pray too, and I'm teaching how to pray. And with that, I started dipping my toe in the water. And what I'm going to uh, hold space for us today and even model is that prayer doesn't have to be this big, elegant, poetic, 
publish uh, prayer, it can be very simple. And again, here at Unity, it's not about beseeching an outside being. It's about acknowledging that the day we came into existence, we were infused with divinity. We were infused with that light spark, and that's what we're tapping into, and that's what we're acknowledging, and that's what we're calling into being. Um, another spiritual teacher in the medicine way was teaching me that we don't pray for rain. We don't pray for snow. We pray rain. We pray snow. We close our eyes and we feel it. We feel it. We feel the air chill. And we feel the air get moist. And then we feel it freeze. And then we feel and see and visualize the clouds come in. And then we see it dump. And we see it stick. And we see it build and build and build all winter so that we don't have a drought next summer. <laughs> so with that, we're going to go into our prayer. And I invite everyone to tap into and just become aware and close with that internal spark, that light spark that we have been aware of from the moment we were conscious, that spark that we were aware of from which all things light and love and life flow. And we call to it and we say, we welcome you. We say, you are welcome, we receive you, and the goodness that it has for us, the health and wellness in our being, the health and wellness for our loved ones, the health and wellness for our community, the health and wellness for our country, we acknowledge that wholeness is here for us to receive. Wholeness of our planet, wholeness of our animals. We acknowledge and we celebrate and we receive wholeness and healing in our relationships, our relationship with ourself and our mental and emotional health. We acknowledge and receive wholeness and well-being in our relationships with our partners and our families, in our communities. We stand in that truth that that exists and we step into that and we acknowledge it and we say thank you. We show up in gratitude, ready to manifest that in every area of our life that is in need and is calling to it. And so it is, aho.
Everyone want to repeat with me? I receive. I receive. And with that, we'll say our affirmative prayer. Love is our ultimate reality, everywhere, present, and whole. It radiates abundantly and continually creates good in my life and in the world. As we gratefully acknowledge the presence and power of love now, we see the people and circumstances we hold in prayer healed and illumined by love. And so it is. Woohoo! Ah, it's juicy. Isn't it good? <laughs> Every time I say that prayer, I just get lit up. Um, and then, are we doing another song, actually? Not yet? Okay, so um, I'm actually going to introduce our speaker, even though she doesn't need much introduction. Just for those who are new and those who are visiting online, uh, we have such a rich uh, collection of leadership to choose from here at Unity, and Reverend Jane is our senior minister. And one of the bright lights that brought me here um, I touched on a moment ago. I come from a culture and an upbringing where women were, um, you know, <laughs> uh, they their voices weren't heard, they weren't listened to. Um, the calling and the fire inside of us that rises up and wants to bubble over onto everyone and everything around us was stifled. And to walk in that door and see a woman standing and supported and and just like it was any other day of the week, it was so powerful. And I just so appreciate you for stepping up and stepping into that so that you can be that modeling behavior for all of us. Thank you. Jane. That's you. Tag, you're up. <laughs> okay, a song? The meditation is going to be inside the talk. Sorry, I didn't mention that. <laughs> Hang on, I got I got to pay the wage. Yes, yes, yes. Skies are crying, I am watching, catching teardrops in my hands. Only silence as it's ending, like we never had a chance. Do you have to make me feel like there's nothing left of me? You can take everything I have You can break everything I am Like I'm made of glass 
ask you to hold in your heart for a minute where has life seemed to break you down and in those moments when you felt like you're just shattered what is it that pulls you back how do you find your way back to wholeness because we've all had those moments, and collectively, we're having a very big moment of that. But there is something in us that is so powerful, that has the ability to piece us back together, not just patched, but radiant. Kitsuji is the Japanese word for the art form, when you have something that is shattered, 
like a piece of artwork, a, a ceramic vase. And they put it back together, but they put gold in the seams where it was broken. I don't know about you, but if you've ever patched something together, I think that in our Western culture, we are more likely to try to do it very carefully with a colorless glue, and we hope no one will see the crack. Isn't that true? And if nobody can see the crack, if nobody can tell it was broken, then we say, yes, we've done a good job. This is one of, one of the arguments for diversity, because here's this other culture that's saying, no, 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 here's how we do it. We take brokenness and make it an asset. We celebrate it with these streaks of gold so that you can't miss it, that it has been broken. We do the same thing in our interactions, don't we? When you're talking to somebody and you get upset about, you know, like they've touched something inside of you. I mean, I've been feeling it kind of all morning. <laughs> One thing after another has been happening and I just feel these tears that want to come out and, well, are coming out. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Um, but, but there's a tendency that we have to try to keep that in. We don't want people to see that we are weak, that we are broken in some way, because the word broken to us has a negative connotation. Have you ever done that thing? I used to be really good at this before I finally made peace with my, with my tears and my grief, but if you make your jaw really tight, then you can keep the tears in. Any, anybody else have that superpower? <laughs> yeah. It's overrated. It's not helping you at all. Just let it flow. Because what is flowing out is the juice of you. It's a good thing. There's nothing to be ashamed of about our tears. There's nothing to be ashamed of that we have been broken in a particular way and we're in pieces and we don't know how to put it back together yet. As a culture, we're going through this pandemic. How many times have you heard somebody say, well, hopefully it'll be back to normal soon? You know, and then other people say, well, normal wasn't that good. You know, and really it wasn't. But right now, we're still in a place where we don't see what's next. We're still in a place where the shards of what we had are on the ground. And what I want to say to us is we need to hold the knowing that as a collective and as individuals, we have the ability to take those shards, to know which piece matches with which, and to find the gold that glues them together and make something so astonishingly beautiful that we will be just fine with the fact that it was broken. 
because we have been up-leveled and it is better than it was before. But if we keep telling ourselves stories about hell in a handbasket, then we're not going to get there because we're focusing in the wrong direction. We have to focus on the divinity that is flowing through us, where we come from. The I am, that's all that there is, is what is expressing through us and as us individually. And it is expressing as us collectively. Our gaze is in the wrong place when we look at all the people that are doing it wrong. And we all have our list, right? <laughs> it's just how we're, we're worked. We see what's wrong. But we need to start seeing what could be. We need to be pioneers of possibilities. We need to be claiming the I am that is our essence. I started with this talk because as a community, we, we have a board of directors and this board of directors is going into a retreat in November to think about, all right, so what is it we're doing here? What do we want more of? What do we need to massage a little bit and get in a better shape? What do we need to just let go of? Because the experience we were having pre-pandemic is very different from what we're having right now. And there's a lot of confusion about it. And we have all of these wonderful people that are watching online, and I keep getting surprised by you like one of you will make a comment and I haven't seen your name before and I think, huh, I don't know that person. Or I do know that person, but I didn't know that person was watching. And so I'm so grateful when you make a comment because sometimes I feel like Major Tom, you know, like, does anybody hear me? <laughs> and, and so I get to do that dance with my own insecurity. But as, as a board, we look at well, what is serving now? Because we can't just hang on to what we've always done and assume that that's what we need to always do. We are looking at the broken shards. And the thing is, if you're going to do this kintsuji thing, you're only going to do it with something that's valuable to begin with. You know, if it's... If it's just some piece of crap that you bought somewhere, you're not going to bother going through this, ooh, how do I put it back together and let me use pure gold here. You're only going to do it with something that was like an heirloom, that was handed down, something that was crafted by a master. And that's what this community is. This has been handed down from spiritual giants and from a collective of people all across the world who have created this unity movement. This is very precious, what we have. And there are all the people in this community individually 
whose energy has gone into creating what we have. What we have is precious. When I think about what is it that we do here, we have our mission statement, you know that. We're here to embody love and awaken spiritual consciousness. But what are we actually doing? And my answer is, we are creating this space where people get to look at life more dif differently, to see it through a higher consciousness. We're creating a space where people are empowered to love more fully because they get regular reminders and they get regular challenges <laughs> in dealing with one another. We're creating a space where leaders are empowered to lead from their brilliance, and every one of us is a leader. I, I was, just had so many tears flowing when Naomi, when you were introducing me, because I watched this woman step up here and I remember the first time that you were served as host and she's talking about her sweaty armpits and, you know, her, her paper is shaking. But she's like the queen of authenticity. And that's, that's her brilliance. And this is a place where whoever you are, if you're willing to step up, if you're willing to let us get to know you and see what your gifts are, if you're willing to raise your hand and say, I'd, I'd like to do that, we are open and encouraging. A lot of people joke about me, it's like, don't tell me what you think you might want to do because you are going to get way more than just, you know, the kick in the pants to go do it. I, I'm really, I feel like, that's a gift that I have. I was talking to someone from another community and she said she couldn't find a way to get in. She, she had this desire to be a leader, but there just wasn't an opening. And I thought, oh man, I'd be all over her like flies on rice. I, I just, you know, it's important. It's important. This is, this is what we do here. We are here to rock the I am in physical form. And there is nobody sitting in this room that doesn't have crazy, wonderful gifts. And they're gifts that you need to be using. And maybe you are. But if this place is important to you, use them here. You can start out small. We'd love to have some more greeters. You know, if you know, well, and you don't even have to know how to smile anymore, except with your eyes, because nobody can see your mouth. But if, if you can make your hands go like this and hand somebody a piece of paper, you are qualified to be a greeter. <laughs> so Claire, who is our queen of celebration and our president of the board, is also the person who is our director of operations, and she will get you a job if you want one. Thank you her. just yeah, go. Last job. <laughs> <laughs> you, if if you like to be kind of back in the weeds, come and clean the bathrooms. That that would be a wonderful job too. We could use some more of our cleaning angels. Yeah, and and up there, technology. And there's, you get amazing training. If you've always thought, oh, 
I'd love to learn technology, but oh, it's too hard for me. And he makes it fun and easy. So anyway, there are jobs that you can do, but the bigger point is how do we get to know? How do we, how do we support you in leadership if we don't know who you are? And so we find out who you are because you start doing little things for volunteering, or you join a spirit group, and we really get to know you in those spaces, or you take a class, you do something, you show up. Because it's hard to get to know one another just sitting here. We, you know, we say hi and get to know a little bit, but there is so much richness in this community. So when something shatters, you look at it and you say, all right, the way we thought it was is not how it is. And it's never going to be that way again. Because it's broken. So what is it? Which pieces are important? And this is where you get into the difference between features and benefits, as they say in marketing. So people always want to talk about their features. Oh, we've got this cool website, and we've got, you know, here we've got this Sunday service. We, you know, the things that we offer, those are the features. But the benefits are where it touches in here. What does this mean to you? And then when we know what it means to you, then we create features to support what it means to you. So right now, you all got a, a piece of paper, and hopefully everybody's got a pen. And if someone is missing either, please raise your hand, and we'll make sure that you get one. Um, just raise your hand. Russell's right there in the red shirt. He has been our superhero greeter. There's one here. I, was there someone in the corner who needed one? No? Okay. So we're going to do a little meditation right now, and, and then you'll need the paper. And for those of you who are online, I'm pretty sure somewhere in your house there's a piece of paper and a pen, so go get it. <laughs> and I invite you to close your eyes. And I'd like you to think about what did you feel the first time you walked into a unity community? This one. Or if you're, I know we have a couple that's, we're the 50th unity community because they're traveling right now and stopping in to visit all of them. So for you, maybe it's your home community. But what did you feel when you stepped inside here? And what did you feel at the end of the service? And if this is not your first time, What has stayed with you? Where 
has your life changed because of unity? How have you grown? What experiences have meant the most to you? And again, if you're new here and you don't have answers to all those questions, maybe there's been another spiritual home for you. What takes you out of the mundane and into the sacred? And now I'm going to invite you to take that piece of paper and pen and write a love letter to unity. And I want you to remember as you do it that unity is not me. Unity is we. And we're just going to take two minutes and just write a love letter. Write about what you see as the greatest good of unity that you love so much. And what you can see for unity as it grows. Like maybe there's something we're just, you know, it's just a little bit coming out of the ground and you, you can see it coming and being a full flower. Or maybe it's something that you don't see any evidence of it at all, but oh my goodness, if it would just bring this forth. You may sign it or not sign it. I'm, I am going to ask you to put it in the offering basket, so if you would prefer to be anonymous, you can, and if you sign it, that's great too.
So you'll be finishing at different times, and that's okay. If you are online, uh, maybe you could take a picture of it and just post it in the chat or post it in our Facebook group, or you could put it in an envelope and mail it to us, or you could text it to us. Um, any of those ways could work, but we'd love to see what you've shared. And the rest of you, I invite you to put it in the basket. I've been talking about unity and our experience collectively here, but each one of us has our things we're going through, right? Some of them may be pandemic-related, but others are just life is happening. And, and things shatter in our lives. Sometimes those things shatter because they really weren't what we thought they were. You know, like that often happens with relationships, and it's only once it's shattered we start looking back and say, oh, you know, I, I had been kind of blinded to this. This hasn't been good for a long time. And that's why it easily shattered. But other times, that's not it at all. It was good. And it shattered because of everything that we were becoming and we were ready for an upgrade. And in the moment, it doesn't look like an upgrade when it's shattered on the floor. But that doesn't mean it isn't an upgrade. And so it's important to hold that knowing in our lives as we go forward. And to find the pieces I think back to times in my life, like after a divorce, for example, and there's that period of time where it's like, whoa, there's just so much sorrow about letting go and so much unsurety of what's next. But the pieces that, that are key to me are what held me through. So I think about the self-love that I had developed that was important. The family, my family was important. This unity community was important. And those were the things that kept me going until I could find myself in a new space, in a new form, with the gold shining. Wherever you are right now, you might not be shattered. You might not be shattered at all, but you have been. And chances are, you may again. If nothing else, death. You know, what is death except a shattering of the form? And then we put it together, but now it's all gold. With our souls just fully shining. So... I guess the real message is don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of being broken in any form. Feel the feelings, but don't be afraid. Because there is in you this wildly creative force that created everything that is. And it can take broken shards and make them more beautiful. Namaste.
birth they sing at the break of day start again I heard them say don't dwell on what has passed away or what is yet to be crowd while the killers in high places say their prayers out loud but they've summoned they've summoned up a thundercloud they're gonna hear from me ring the bells that still can perfect offering there is a crack a crack in everything that's how the light gets in you can add up the Strike up the march, there is no drum. Every heart, every heart to love will come, but like a refugee.
shine we receive I'm in a trance I'm like sitting there going oh I'm up <laughs> um, before we welcome visitors um, this, before we welcome visitors I actually want to do this in two parts um, first of all if you're watching online if you're visiting us and participating and fellowshipping with us online um, please comment new I'm new so that we can reach out to you. If you're uncomfortable commenting, send us a message so we can welcome you and connect with you. And here in the room, in two parts, I won't make you say your name. Just if you're new, raise your hand. One, one two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wonderful. We welcome you. Um, we'd like to, do we have packets, actually? Okay, we do have welcome packets. And then the second part is if you are comfortable introducing yourself in your new stand up so that I can call on you. We'd love to hear your name, where you're visiting from, kind of what brought you here. If you're comfortable, we welcome you. Yes, wonderful. We have one brave soul. Wonderful. Welcome. For those online, a couple visiting from North Carolina? Yes. Yeah, they're traveling. This is their 50th uh, unity they visited. Yes, welcome. Well, how about that? I'm Ben. I'm from Tigard. I'm actually visiting as a, a traveling worker up at Facebook here and made that decision because there's a lovely woman here that I and pursuing. Okay. So I'm, I'm from New Thought, but this is really a wonderful community, so I appreciate you being here. Welcome. Anyone else like to share with us where you're from? And Okay. Oh, anyone else? No? Oh, here we go. Wonderful. Hi, my name is Richard, and I moved up from Monterey, California where I was with the Unity Church there probably for 30 years. Mm. Um, yeah, so I'm very pleased to be here. Wonderful family. Wonderful. <laughs> welcome, thank you. And for everyone else, um, connect with one of us after. We'd love to welcome you. Um, and then the next part is 
another one of my favorite parts. It's our offering. <laughs> where we get to celebrate and flow in abundance and giving. Um, and there's a couple things. You're going to see this on the screen here. Uh, bear with me. Okay. Uh, before I forget, if you were new in the beginning and you filled out a blue card, this is where you want to put it in the basket. Also, don't forget to put your love letter in the basket. And there's a bunch of ways to give. Um, again, if you're like me, I'm a Gen X millennial mix, so I always give by text. It's the only way I get money out of my bank account. So um, there's a way to text, which is awesome. And you can also do it online and um, lots, lots of ways to give. And Kevin's actually going to go over this a little bit later. So let's bring our, bring our baskets up. We're going to pray. And how do we pray? We just acknowledge what is, and we're here for it. We're going to receive it. <laughs> so with that, we, uh, we pray over our offering baskets and our virtual offerings, and we are so thankful. We're here for the gratitude of what's coming in to support our community so that we can continue to go out and love with fierce abandon. And so it is. I got gratitude in my heart. I got gratitude in my soul. I just want to say thank you, thank you. I just want to say thank you, thank you. I just want to say thank you for it all. Here we go. I got gratitude in my heart. I can't hear you. I got gratitude in my soul. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you for it all. Thank you for it all. From the love of pure spirit within us, we bless these gifts. We send them forth to heal, bless, and prosper. They are evidenced of our faith and belief. They do good work in the world and return to us multiplied abundantly. And so it is. Thank you. Okay, we're going to go into announcements. Beth, could I borrow you for a moment up here? Um, and then Kevin will come up after that. Beth is going to share some really exciting news about a class. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. Oh, we need a mic. I'm, I apologize. Thank you, Claire. Hey, um, Jane talked about how we're people who um, rock the I am. We're givers, give to the world give outside of ourselves, our family here, all those kind of things. And so it's, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's hard to do self-care or take care of self as much as taking care of everybody else so that we can rock the I am. And so um, starting tomorrow night, Jane and I are teaching a 
class a spiritual art of self-care. And so, which is such a precious thing that we give to ourselves. And in that class, and that is so, so important. So, so important, I think, for then the amount of giving that we're called to give as well as just the world we live in and the stress we deal with. And so we're going to do um, look at aspects of grief and forgiveness and positive thought and self-compassion and um, health and wellness. We're going to look at eight different aspects of our wellness and how we take care of ourselves. It'll be a very experiential kind of class um, starting tomorrow at 6.30 in the evening with ritual, etc. And so I hope you join us. Thank you. Information and registration online. And next up we have Kevin. He's going to give us a couple awesome announcements. Thank you. Hi, everybody. I'm Kevin. And um, I, your talk was amazing today, Reverend Jane. And it just, oh, my God. I don't like it when she does great talks because I'm crying and trying to operate the computer at the same time. And it's, my eyes are burning. And it's like, I can't see even my glasses. And it reminded me of the, the first time when you asked, the first time we walked into uni, which was, I think, five years ago or so, Claire and I came. And, and the feeling that, for me, was... It was um, that mixed fear and wanting to be there because I realized it was going to challenge my ego and everything that I thought was true. And I didn't really like that feeling of like, oh my God, this is going to resonate so deeply with me. And it did. And it changed my life. And it completely turned a period of depression into a period of five years of joy. So it's been amazing. Mm. And thank you. <laughs> for supporting me and that volunteering is something that I've been very active in for ever since day one from in some capacity and I really encourage all of you this volunteer team everybody that and more of you are sitting here that have been volunteers and are volunteers uh, it's an amazing connection to be part of this team and to be serving our community in this way it's just powerful so I really encourage you to find something that you can do to give there's there's tons of stuff. But I want to just remind you guys about those of you who are, are new. This is probably not uh, something other than looking at the screen up there. But if you've been here a while and you've been texting contribute, like Naomi said, we changed our number. We have a whole new system. Simple Church, which was our database to keep us all connected, is going to be going away. And I have moved everybody to our new system called Elvanto, which you'll get an email tomorrow on how to log in. But you need to just log in. That's all you got to do. Just log in so that you're, you have a password, you can get into the system, you can see your records and all that. And also, please note, we have a new text to contribute. So if you've been texting in the past, it's real easy because you just type 25, 100, whatever, send it, and it goes into our system. It's a donation. That number will still work for a while, but we're going to eventually disconnect it and use the new one. So if you're a text-to-give person, just make new, note of this new number right there and What's really, really awesome is there's a, there's a little tiny checkbox that says, make this gift recurring. And that is really powerful because you don't have to think about it. And I would suggest if you're not really sure, just make it, you know, whatever you think is easy for you to do every month, whether it's 10, 20, 50 bucks, whatever for, works for you. And you can always add more later. But if you have that recurring thing, it's nice because it's already in the system, it's happening, and it's something that uh, obviously we can count on. So look, look for the email tomorrow on how to log into the new system. Everybody who's in our database will get that. 
and I just really would love everybody just to log in, get set, and then you're good, okay? And that's about it for that. And then, I want to, while I'm up here, I want to announce uh, we have an amazing guest speaker coming up here, Don Miguel. Uh, Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. Most of you probably heard of Don Miguel Sr., who wrote The Four Agreements and many other amazing books uh, based on Toltec wisdom. And our first night here, remember that? Our opening night in this brand new space, we had one of his other sons, Don Jose, packed the house. It was an amazing talk. It was such an awesome kickoff, and we couldn't wait to have one of the, the Dons back. And now we have Don Miguel, which is his brother, who also has some amazing books and, and wisdom to share. So he's going to be back for a live event. It's a live stream also, if you can't make it live. And that's coming up on November 6th, and it's going to be awesome. So please get online and grab tickets for that. And that's it. Thank you. Thank you. And on the volunteer front, if tech, like media, video, online, streaming, all that is of any interest to you, you got to sign up to volunteer from Kevin. Before he was at Unity, he was an internationally renowned titan in his field of media. So if you got to learn underneath that and underneath him and soak all that up, I would do that. Uh, now, the last announcement we have is for spirit groups. I'm so excited. <laughs> You guys, this is our first season back, and we have five spirit groups. Can you believe it? Um, and two of them are already either full or almost full. We have two Zoom offerings. The other three are in person. Um, but the one that I really want to highlight is actually starting tomorrow, and it's Buddhism for the Western Mind, hosted by Callum. This is a new, uh, sorry, this one is on Zoom. And I just want to highlight Callum. This is how Callum got involved. I got an email who's like, hey, I'm interested in hosting. And so I call him and I'm like, hey, how's it going? I'm so glad you're interested in hosting. Tell me a little bit about yourself. He'd never even visited Unity. And that was his idea of plugging in, was to go to our website and figure out, okay, how can I host an event? <laughs> so uh, great, great host. I would totally sign up for that. And then nature, the Nature Connection with H.L. King is a big win. Ease Tension with Biotech with Donna Wolf and The Power of Eight. And then our lovely Jane Hyatt is also hosting one on Possibilities Unlimited. So I'm going to have sign-up sheets in the back. This time they're printed for us to sign up in person. You can also do so online. And if they're full, we have a wait list. Um, just let us know. And I think, oh, last announcement. If after service you'd like prayer for anything, we're going to have prayer chaplains up front to connect with you in person. And that's it. How do we do? <laughs> and we're going to go into our prayer protection, and then uh, you can go eat lunch. <laughs> the light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is because I am. All right. 
free to sing with us. You know the words, because you just said them. The light of God surrounds me. I am the light of God. The love of God enfolds me. I am the love of God. The power of God protects me. I am the power of God. The presence of God watches over me. I am the presence of God. Wherever I am, God is. Oh, yes. Wherever I am, wherever I am, wherever I am, God is. Because I say thank you for it all thank you for it all good morning everybody good week have a great week see you later